In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm not here with Jack today. I am here with a Hall of Famer. I am here with... Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider from London, England. Good to be on the show. He is the first international Hall of Famer in the... Professional Football's Ultimate Fans Association. Recognised as we have 200 members worldwide and the Crusader Raider was the first to be recognised outside of uh, North America last summer. And uh, we have some, some really great guys in the PFUFA, including a number of Browns fans which are in there, you know, which is really, really cool. So here's the PFUFA coin. There we go. Look at that. Um, is there any other international uh, guys that got that at all now? We have one more now. We had a young lady come in this year. She was inducted from the Miami Dolphins, and she's from Mexico. Well, so. Guys, get voting. I could be number three. Well, you could be. You need to be drafted. It's oh. a draft process. You it's can't just process. vote. You have to be nominated uh, by your peers. You have to go through a two-year interview process, and then you have to go through a five-day interview at the Hall of Fame to prove your worth as a super fan and to be inducted into the PFUFA. But it could be you one day. You know, what, you what? represent the Browns. So at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're halfway there as a <laughs> super fan. What do you talk about for five days? Well, you've got to go for a whole five-day interview. You know, you have to prove yourself. You, you know, you're worth supporting charities, charitable work. We do the uh, big Hall of Fame parade uh, in Canton. Uh, we do a, a thing called uh, First Pass, which uh, is the football that's used in the first NFL game of the season, the preseason game. And that's passed from every school child in the Canton area in, in Ohio. And they pass the football through the park. And then it ends up with four or five NFL Hall of Famers at uh, at uh, the Hall of Fame in Canton. And then that's it. That's the start of the season. So it's a, it's a big process. It's a great process. But why not have more Browns fans in? Much nicer than having Steelers fans or someone else, isn't it? Mate, I certainly there agree you with you on there that. You yeah, no worries. So I hang out with some Browns fans at the Admiralty Pub when the Browns were here last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, I came down to the Admiralty in Trafalgar Square and we, we hang out with some, uh, some, some real nice Browns fans. You know, considering the tough run you guys have been on, uh, your commitment is the same as the Raider Nation. You know, we've, we've, we're waiting a long while for a bit of success again. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's happening yet. But we have a big game coming up this weekend in the Bay Area in Oakland. So we'll see what happens on that anyway. We're 0-3 and, and uh, have struggled uh, in these first three games. You know, we've had leads going into the fourth quarter. And, you know, we've led at halftime in the first three games of the season. And we just don't know how to shut a game out at the minute. But uh, I guess uh, you know that as well with uh, Hugh Jackson building bullies up in Oakland. They used to say that will leave you back and blue. But so uh, you got uh, Hugh there. We, like, we love Hugh Jackson. Yeah. He, was, he was a great guy in Oakland. And uh, we miss you. We miss you. Have him back. No, we'd have Hugh back. We'd have Hugh back. We'd have Hugh back, but we don't need him. Well, maybe we do. Because <laughs> we got Chucky back, and that was going to be the big saviour. And uh, things aren't panning out just as we'd like at the moment. But who knows what's going to happen this weekend. We may get our first W this weekend. I mean, who would have thought at the start of the season that uh, the Browns would have a better record than the Raiders after three weeks? Well, 
yeah. How does it feel with the Browns being higher than the Raiders at the moment? I'm I'm very happy for the Browns fans. I'm very happy for you guys. It's so diplomatic. You know, it's so day, nice. I think I think you know you've waited since uh, December 2016 for that victory. Uh, you've waited a long while. You've supported your team. You've kept turning out at the stadium. You've been there. Uh, you supported the team when they came to London. And I think you know let's let's hope the Browns. It's it's it should be Browns time again. You know it's about time. It's a bit of Browns time and put a bit of pressure in that division on some of those teams. A bit like in in the AFC West. Uh, you know the likes of. Uh, Kansas City and Denver have had it too easy for a while. And I'm sure there's some of your rivals. What division are you guys in? Yeah, then we've got the Steelers, the Bengals, and uh, right. um, yeah. Steelers and the Bengals. And the, what they called? Ravens. Ravens, sorry. You don't mention the Ravens, so do we all? Do Ra- we not talk Ratsburg. Ratsburg. You don't like talking about them. Okay. Well, we, we, we feel the same about rats, but our rats are the Patriot Rats. We're not very keen on the Patriot Rats yeah. uh, of New England. We're not very keen on them. But we're all fans. They're all teams. But uh, no, it's about time uh, you guys came back out. And I think, I think, you know, you got a chance. You got a chance. So uh, when that was going on, my housemate just wandered in. Um, he's a Raider fan, and uh, he was laughing at some of the jokes that were happening. So, uh, okay. shout out to my housemate Michael. Uh, Raider. Go Raider Mike! He's wandered off again, but he'll be back at some point. Okay, yeah. okay. R- reminds me of the Raiders in the game for a bit and then gone wild. <laughs> he's gone. At missing. least we know when we win and when we lose. You know what can you do? Can All you right, do? good. Okay. Tell us, Crusader Raider, what's been going on? What's been going wrong with the season so far? I think obviously you know we got we got Chucky back. Um, we got we got uh, a turnover of, of sort of sixteen to eighteen players that are off the roster from last year. We got a whole host of new coaches in at Oakland. We got all the turmoil over Oakland to Las Vegas to Las Vegas to San Diego, San Diego. The talk this week is that they're going to come and play at uh, Tottenham for a year. The Raiders are going to come to London no for way. a year. That's the talk this year that the Raider Nation may well come to London because there's such a bust up between Oakland. Oakland and the, the, the organisation at the moment that uh, uh, they may well not renew the lease in Oakland next year and then we'll, we'll have to play somewhere else. So we could go down to San Diego, we could go down to come back here to London for a season. You know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, so that doesn't help. It doesn't help having all new coaches. It doesn't have new players. It didn't help losing Khalil Mack to, to the Bears. But the bottom line is sometimes you have to make tough decisions in football and and. And, you know, financially, that was the, the right decision to make. You don't want to lose your, your best players. You don't want to lose your franchise players. You don't want to lose your best players. But, but the bottom line is we need, we need to have some picks as well because if you see why, why we're 0-3 this year is because we don't need just Khalil Mack. We need safeties. We need uh, defensive ends. We need linemen. We need uh, a running back because Marshall Lynch is only going to give us perhaps this season and that will be it. So... We got a lot of problems in Oakland, um, and Chucky's in for for the long haul. We have to look forward. Uh, you know, the Vegas issue is not great. There's a lot of turmoil. You know, and if you ask most Raider fans, we want to stay in Oakland, or we would have wanted to stay in Oakland, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's it's gone. And but unfortunately, some people can't let that go. People say to me, "Well, it doesn't affect you. It's closer. You know, it's an hour less if you come from London to Vegas." But when you've been to Oakland as many times as I've been to Oakland and you've tailgated in Oakland and you've experienced that stadium in Oakland. Yes, we've got a dirty pitch in the middle because it's a, a baseball pitch. It's a dual purpose stadium, but that's been our home. And when you take people out of their home and move them a bit like here in the UK, you know, when Wimbledon moved to MK Dons or if a team moves, you're taking the heart out because it's the fan base, which is the heart of an organization. Players come and go, coaches come and go, owners come and go. Who's left behind? 
us, the fans. And so I think we've got a lot of contributory factors that have caused problems for us. They're not excuses. I just think we have to be realistic that that's where we're at. You've got to remember, obviously, uh, Cleveland moved to uh, Baltimore mm-hmm. and the Ravens were set up. So, uh, yeah, the Cleveland fans are obviously yeah. can feel your, feel your pain there. Yeah. And um, I was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago and I saw the new stadium. Okay. It's being built now. Um, will you still be going out to the new stadium? Of course, yeah, of course. Uh, me and my wife, Sarah, we got married in Las Vegas. We got married at the, the Tropicana. We'll be, are we going back out to Vegas? You know, and, and we'll support the team in Vegas. I think what you're going to really find, though, is that a lot of the, the, the hardcore Raider fans that are here at the moment that travel to games are going to do more road trips over the next t- 10 years or so because the PSLs in the new stadium are just beyond belief. The cost of the seat licenses, the cost yeah. of what it is, the cost of building the stadium. It's going to be a fantastic start, uh, state-of-the-art stadium, and I'm going to love going to that stadium. But it's not going to be Oakland, and it's like everything. You know, when teams move to new stadiums, if you think in the UK, when Arsenal first moved from the Emirates to, uh, to the Emirates Highbury, from yeah. Highbury, what happened there? You know, Spurs, the turmoil that Spurs are having at the moment because they're in different stadiums makes a big difference. And I think the Raiders will... You know, people will, will see what happens. I think there'll be a different Raiders as well because we're going to go from a very hardcore uh, Raider fan base that's used to standing out in the rain, that's used to getting cold, that's used to having a, a crappy stadium to something that's really nice but can't afford to be there. Yeah, I was actually at the Emirates last night with our regular Tampa Bay listener to the okay, podcast. Okay. So, well, uh, I, I was very disappointed because I wanted Brentford to win because Dean Smith used right. to be the captain of Leighton Orient. So I was a bit disappointed last night. I would, I loved, and Moses Odebejo, who played for Brentford last night, used to play for Leighton Orient. So, you know, there you go. There you go. This yeah. is an NFL show. It's been okay. very good so far. We've been very pro Hugh Jackson, which I've loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one question I want to go back to. How do you feel about a Mac leaving? Yeah, I mean, as I said, you know, Khalil Mack, uh, you know, at the end of last season, Khalil Mack uh, had a chance to come in and talk about a contract in Oakland. Khalil Mack made a decision that at the end of last season that he wasn't coming back to negotiate a contract in Oakland. And he he made that decision. And I understand football is a very short uh, lifespan for some players to play. And at the end of the day, we have got some, some issues in Oakland. And Khalil Mack most likely thought, well, look, am I going to win a Super Bowl in Oakland or have I got more chance somewhere else? Am I going to earn 23 million in Oakland or am I going to get 23 million guaranteed somewhere else? And, I, you know, he never came back. So as much as we love Khalil Mack and we love what Khalil Mack did for us, and he was great. And, you know, it, oh, how often does a player move to a new team and then he just turns it on again? Well, he didn't just turn it on again. He was doing that for Oakland and now he's doing it for Cleveland. So it really hurts us. Oh, sorry, for Chicago. Yeah. So it really hurts us. But, but the bottom line is, if he'd wanted to come back and talk, then a deal could have been done. But when a player's not even interested in coming back to the building to negotiate and he's got an agent that wasn't willing to talk to Oakland, it's pretty much out of your hands. You know, you can't, you can't do nothing about that. So thank you, Khalil Mack. I've got a Khalil Mack jersey indoors. Thank you for that, Khalil Mack. I'm going to have to get a name plate and put someone else's name on the back of it. No. But, well, yeah, you can always do that. You can do that. <laughs> You're ruthless. Well, you have to be ruthless, you know. At the end of the day, we're Raiders, you know. Yeah. You know, Khalil Mack days are gone. You know, and you move on. Yeah, so we move on to the next thing. So it's disappointing, but that's, that's one of those things. Jack, you got a question? Uh, it's not a question. It's, it's my view. Uh, it's not a very popular view with lots of people, but the Cleo Mack deal, the only winners in that was the Raiders. Um, yep. It's not a good move for the Bears. And the reason why you've seen him produce really well in them three games is because he's gone from the Raiders, which was the 29th rated defence last year, to yep. Chicago Bears. It was already one of the best defences in the league. So 
there's other people creating pressure and doing other things and allows him to get them numbers. So he's not the big difference maker people make him out to be. And I would say it's not a team that was capable of winning a Super Bowl. There's no point paying someone 23 and a half. No, I'd agree. I'd um, agree with you. If you're a quarterback, fair enough. But if you're looking at roster construction, the best thing you can do is trade him off. It was disappointing because the, obviously the rumour was the two firsts. Giving a second back was... Uh, more than I thought you should have given. But for me, if I could trade any player at the end of their rookie contract um, away that's not a quarterback and get two first-round picks back, I'm doing it. And I include Miles Garrett in that. I think he could, might be the best defensive player to ever play the NFL. I'd still trade him. If we get the offer of two firsts um, after his five years, then I'm happy to let him go. Don't say that, Jack. Jack, he says don't say that. It's a hot take, and uh, it I'm, is. I'm not the afraid. bottom line is with with Khalil Mack, with Khalil Mack as well. If you look at his stats last season for the Oakland Raiders, he was nothing like the Khalil Mack was the year before when he got seven sacks in Denver on a Monday night. He didn't have those figures in that final year. He didn't produce in those final years. He didn't come and talk to Chucky. He didn't come and speak to our general manager Reggie McKenzie. There was no conversation. Yes, there was the fact that we can save the money, and the bottom line is we've just. Paid out a huge contract for Derek Carr as a, our franchise quarterback. Next year, Amari Cooper's up for his contract. He has the same agent as Khalil Mack, so I hope they either get some business sorted out pretty damn sharpish, or Amari Cooper will be the next uh, wide receiver who will lead the Oakland Raiders. But it's a ruthless game. You know, at the end of the day, players come and go and, and teams come and go. Um, but one team don't make a franchise. You know, it's, it's a bit like in England at the moment. You know, a Paul Pogba doesn't make Manchester United great because he plays well for France. It doesn't work like that. It don't work like that. Unless you're a franchise quarterback who does the business, you know, week in week out but even we've seen this year that Aaron Rodgers and uh, um, that guy who deflates the footballs and cheats a lot that guy well, Brady. no I don't like to mention him by name I don't like to mention him by name but that guy he's not not the greatest of, of, of person in my book so you have to say yes we've got the two two number ones yes we got uh, the fact that we've saved a lot of money in our in our purse strings and we've got that money for next year so we'll be able to pay for somebody else and who knows who's going to come in uh, and I wish Khalil Mack well, but it's, it's gone now. He can, he can enjoy himself. Khalil Mack only went to the Bears uh, because he, he knows that their season's going to finish in December. And then he gets the whole of January and February off. So that's why Khalil Mack went to the Bears. He should have stayed in Oakland or gone somewhere where he might have had a chance of going uh, into the playoffs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's where I come from a view with that, um, say, 23.5 million. That, for me, you can have three... three great to amazing players or you can have one elite player and he is yeah. an elite player don't get me wrong but for me I'd rather have three players on eight million who can make a massive amount of difference and you look one player gets injured so your whole season's derailed when you're spending that much money but the one player I really like um, the Raiders managed to get him in the fifth round of the draft and on PFF's um, draft board this year he came in at number three um, was Maurice Hurst, defensive tackle. Right. There was obviously heart concerns for, that resulted in him falling. But for me, I would have still have picked him on the start of day three. I think he's a phenomenal talent. And if you look at the Browns' defensive line, if you've got Ogba, Garrett, Ogunjobi, you need that one final piece. And I would have, made, I would have had the gamble, traded up and got him at the top of the fifth or in the fourth round. And uh, I think he's going to be a phenomenal player as long as it all checks out. And good luck to him because... Yeah, I was absolutely amazed the way that he just fell through the days. I thought, um, I thought he was going to go well early. 
there was lots of teams that have medical reports that said they weren't sure if it ever, it ever play the NFL. But um, it's one of them that you look at Antonio Callaway that we took. There was no guarantee he'd ever play in the NFL because of his past. So yeah. um, I, I think it's a fantastic gamble and I think he'll be a, a real talent. Yeah. And um, how much do you know about the Browns? Um, where, are you, where do you think their biggest strengths are? I mean, the Browns, I think defensively, you're, you're a stronger team defensively than your offense at the moment. Um, but I think what, 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 the, what the Browns are going to do is a bit like the Raiders. You've got to shut these games down, shut some of these teams down. We keep giving teams chances. We get them third and long, and then we let them off the hook with either a penalty or a silly play, and we let these teams off the hook. So I think uh, if the Browns can get to a, a three and three, four and four by the time it turns cold in Cleveland, and then the Cleveland Browns can then up their game free some of those teams out, especially with some of the Californian teams if they come into to Cleveland in December. They will not like that experience. And who knows, you could get a winning season. What do you think uh, would be a, a record to get out of that division this season for the Cleveland Browns? What do you think they've got to get to to get out? Nine and seven, ten and six? What do you think? Well, we've obviously got the, uh, we've obviously got the tie, so... Um, eight wins. Ten? I, I think eight wins will be enough. Um, it could be. It could be. I think you're going to see it quite close. So it wouldn't surprise me if every team, obviously there was the one draw, but no team does a double over anyone else. I think could easily happen. Um, it might be one of them where every game is a split between the clubs, meaning you might have the worst team in the division has six wins and the best team in the division has eight wins. Um, it could be that close. So. I and think, I think if I think if Cleveland can get to the fact that they are just top of that division, even though if it's on eight seven and a tie or whatever it might be at the, at the end of the season, that could be good enough. And then by then, I mean the momentum that Cleveland would have if they could, if Cleveland could get to eight wins. I mean, and they they could within their division, they could win some of those divisional games this year. They could win some divisional games. So it's 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 a fact. And and they're playing the AFC West. So you so you have got the Chargers coming into Cleveland. Have you got Denver coming into Cleveland or Kansas City? Um, we played when, both of them. I'm not sure which one's home and which one's away, though. Yeah, so, but your chance, so you'll play one home, one away. So at the end of the day, I think whoever comes in, Denver's, we should have beaten Denver in week two. You know, we, we, with six seconds left, we somehow managed to let them go all the way down the field and get a field goal. But if the Raiders can be that close to Denver and then Denver lost again last week, why shouldn't the Cleveland Bears beat Denver? Kansas City is a little bit of a, a, a you know, they, they've, they've got the business for the AFC West, and I think they'll win the AFC West this year. But uh, in your division, I think it's pretty even this season and uh, you might have a chance. Yeah, I think um, obviously the Steelers, they've finally um, shown up. But yeah, their, their defence still looks uh, quite poor. I'm quite interested to see. Um, I, I want to play them again. I would like to play them every week, to be honest, especially with Mayfield coming in. Um, but educate me. Where, where do you think the Raiders' biggest strengths will be on Sunday? This Sunday, it's going to be on offense. I mean, if, if Derek Carr can, can throw with the accuracy that he showed in Denver two weeks ago, where he had a quarterback rating, the third highest ever in the NFL, if he can throw that ball and Jordy Nelson can catch it and we can, we can get Cook on a tight end and if we can get Amari Cooper in the game, we've got a chance. With beast mode, run up the middle, we can do that. We can score points. The problem we have is we brought a new kicker in this week because our kicker got out for the season. So we, we gave up two kickers last year. We gave up uh, uh, 
Giorgio Tavecchio, an Italian who was with us, because he kicked with the wrong foot, because the coach wanted two kickers that both kicked with the same foot. So we gave up a, a kicker who was perfectly good last year, and, and obviously uh, Sebastian Janikowski went to the Seahawks last year. So we lost our two Two, two main kicks. So we got a, we got another veteran. Now I can't even remember who we signed this week. It's someone I don't know. But if our kicking game is, is is poor like it was last week, offensively we should be great. Defensively, fill your boots, Cleveland Browns. You're going to get some points in Oakland. Yeah, I think um, obviously it's Mayfield's uh, first game. Okay. So it's it's, it's going to be uh, a lot more better in the offense. Uh, Jack, anything you want to say about shake and bake? Oh, mate, shake and bake is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. I said it's either going to be week four or week, um, what would it be, 11 that he makes his uh, start. Um, and uh, I'm happy it's the earlier one. With him in the game, anything can happen. And uh, now I want to challenge you, Paul. We want to um, predict the bake. Um, what is his numbers going to be? How many yards? How many TDs? How many interceptions? And what completion percentage? All right, so you really put me on a spot here, man. I've done no research for this whatsoever. Well, I thought he would have done a bit of research. You know, at oh. the end of the day, you know, you're running these podcast things. You should have a bit of research. No, this, this is this is uh, Paul and Jack Banter trying to oh. put each other under the uh, the bus. I think I texted I think you about this four hours ago, mate. You've oh, oh, it's all coming out now. Oh. Hang on, hang on. I might be able to answer the question better than you, but I don't even know what you're talking about. The great, the great Cleveland Bake Off is this. Is that what it All is? Right. Here we go, Jack. Uh, two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I agree. I've got two touchdowns. Uh, I've got one interception. I'm going to go with two interceptions. Two interceptions. I'm going to go 325 yards. I'm going to go with 250. 250. And how? what completion percentage are you going for? I'm going to go with good. I reckon about uh, 70%. I've got 72. So, uh, Okay, let's ask the Crusader Raider the same questions and I'll go in this, 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 this short pool. Let's go, go for it. Yards. Yards, 294. I love it. Accurate number. Touchdowns. Two. You can't copy us. Interceptions. One. And completion percentage. 78. 78. Ooh. I like it. positive than us. Yeah, well, you have to be positive. You, you, know? Look, you, look, you look good in a Browns outfit, actually. Well, you know, people have said that, but I think I'll stick with the red and white and the silver and black. <laughs> I think I'll stay with that. All right, great. Let's, let's move on. Uh, Jack, thanks for putting me under the bus there, mate. That's all right. My pleasure. No worries. Uh, score predictions. Score predictions. Shall I start this time? I'm just going to go my guess first. Oh. Stop being rude. It's, it's not a problem. It's going to be a, a high-scoring game. The Raiders are going to win by three. And uh, I'm going to go for uh, Oakland 27, Cleveland 24. Jack. I'm going to go Raiders 17. And then I'm, I'm going to be bold on this front. I'm going to go Browns 30. It's just going to be an explosion from the baker. The baker is going to go crazy. We will see what happens. I'm going to go with the Browns win. Well, that's a surprise. I'm very positive. Oh, okay. uh, Crusader is... yeah. It'll be one point again, knowing Paul. It'll be 2021. Oh, this is a hot take here, coming, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we too. Oh, my God. 
I'm going with a 21. <laughs> but I'm going to go with uh, 14 for the Raiders. We'll get more than 14. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to get a pick six. That'll help us. That's what's going to help us. The pick six is going to take us back. Mm. Bacon okay. don't throw pick sixes. Yeah? No, no. Wait and see. You, you call me back on the phone next week when you're on the podcast. And we'll we'll talk, do this. We'll talk about that pick six, okay? We'll talk about that pick six that I told you about. Excellent. All right. Uh, finishing off, total, raid, uh, total win to the Raiders this season. <laughs> I, I need to pause one second. Six. No, no hang on a minute. We've got, we've got Crusader Raiders' wife in the room. She just put one finger up. She's thinking one win for the Raiders this season. If you looked carefully, she was going one on that hand and five on that hand. We're going to get six wins. That's all we're going to get, six wins. We're going to end up six and ten, and we don't make the playoffs. Good draft position for next year? <sighs> Who knows what the draft's going to bring? I mean, you guys, you guys are more – you know more about the first-round draft picks than anyone, you guys. I mean, you know, but – Replace Khalil Mack with a player that's dirt cheap, yep. probably going to be even better. Bosa, number one to the Raiders. I, I don't think you'll finish number one, but if you do, take him number one, you're fine. So who's, who, who do you think then? Obviously, I think the Raiders, I don't think we'll finish number one either. Um, but, and I don't think the Cleveland Rounds will be number one this year. But who is going to be the team picking first? I said Bills at the start of the season. I still think they might. It's all yep. going to depend now on whether Josh Allen, or not Josh Allen, Josh Rosen can salvage something because it's a horrendous O-line. He's going to have no time to throw there's not really much weapons outside David Johnson the only good thing Barry. for the Bills is that the Patriots are not looking as invincible this year Miami I think they're in a false position at 3-0 and I think they've had three games where they've got away with murder um, and obviously the Jets I mean J-E-T-S oh, they're not going to do anything that division could throw out a first round team that could throw out the first round the next year Bills or Cardinals anyway last question I oh, know Second to last question. How many wins do you think Browns will get? Seven. Okay, good. Seven wins. Jack went with five, I went with six, and you're going with seven. Seven wins. You're going to get seven. It's coming. You're going to beat the Chargers. You're going to beat the Broncos. And you're going to, you're going to win. win a, you, who did you beat? Who was the win victory against? Um, bloody hell, it was last week. Uh, Jets. Jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, you'll beat the Jets again. So you'll beat the Jets again. You'll beat the Bills and, you know, I think you've got seven. You've got seven in the bag. And that may, seven and a tie may get you in the back door. Who knows? Uh, the uh, Panthers, I think they were seven and eight and one uh, minus uh, 500. And they got into the uh, playoffs. So it is possible. Oh, it is possible. It is definitely possible. And I think, I think Hugh Jackson uh, is, is the right coach. Hugh Jackson's the right coach for Cleveland. I know you guys ain't going to like this, but Hugh Jackson, don't be looking like that. Okay. 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 Here we go. I've got, so, I've got an offer you can't refuse. How about this one? You seem to like Hugh Jackson. Chucky needs some more help on offense. So I'm going to offer you the trade now. Of we'll send you Hugh Jackson, the offensive coordinator for the Raiders, and you send us Maurice Hurst. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. And last question is: We like this question a lot. What's your hot, hot take for the Browns this season? Something crazy, something outrageous. What do you think is going to happen to the Browns this year? I think the, the amazing, outrageous thing is that they're going to win three games in a row. 
And that is the amazing, outrageous thing that people are not going to realise. They might have to wait till December, but uh, if you've got two home games and then you've got the Jets in between it in December, the the Browns could win three in a row. And I think that uh, the dog pound's going to go crazy. Um, Having been to Cleveland in August, and it was a rainy day when me and uh, my daughter Crossbones Kelly, we went went to to visit Cleveland. That place, having been to that stadium, and I shared some pictures with you this week outside the the stadium. I mean, it is an awesome place. And uh, and I think if you could make that a, a fortress again where teams are afraid to come to Cleveland, three in a row is possible. And that could be the way in. Great. Jack, anything else you want to say? No, just a massive thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? Are you on Twitter? Not on Twitter, but uh, Crusader Raiders over Facebook. And if you just Google Crusader Raider Keith Smith, uh, the videos, the story, everything will come up. And, uh, you know, I'm delighted to come in today. Uh, you know, it's it's good to... The, the beauty about being in the PFUFA and, and being inducted there at the Hall is that we get a chance to meet fans all over the world. And, and the spirit that you can have between fans of different fan bases makes a huge difference. And the NFL has grown so much here in the UK that, the, that when I cre- created this character, and my wife kindly makes the costumes that uh, the Crusader Raider wears, she's even sewing some new patches on this weekend, you know. Yeah? Yeah, she loves her sewing. She loves a bit of sewing. So, um, you know, we've got, to, we've got to develop this fan base. We've got to develop it. You know, who knows what's going to happen with the, the Jacksonville Jags, whether they come into London. Who knows what's going to happen uh, uh, in the future? You know, we'll all be Raider fans. We'll all be Browns fans. But, you know, we've got to, I, I would go to the games because I love football. And, and you don't have to, you can wear the colours, as you've seen at any of the Wembley or Twickenham games, you wear the colours of your team. We go and enjoy a game of football and we come away. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. But check us out. Check us out. Yeah. I've got one question for the Cleveland fans. Do you want me to dress up like this when I come to Cleveland next? There's only one Crusader Raider. Get your own costume <laughs> sorted, all right? Because... We know what we do about that. Maybe I, maybe I turn up in um, United, uh, I don't know, United Kingdom colours, or you could, yeah, get yourself a nice Union Jack uh, suit and get your dog ears on and your tail out the back. Whatever you want to do, whatever you create and whatever character you decide to be, keep it. Because as I say, Crusader Raid has been around twelve years now, and you know I've loved travelling stadiums. People now recognise me. When I first went into the black hole in Oakland as Crusader Raider, predominantly in red and white, and we were playing the Kansas City Chiefs that day. My God, did I take some stick because they thought I was a uh, a member of the Chiefs Chiefs fan base. But now I'm one of the most recognised fans in the in the, the Oakland Coliseum. In, internationally, very well known. And that happens because we're just natural people. We're people that enjoy football and we're people that enjoy the company of everybody else. And, and that's what makes a difference. That's what makes us real fans. And, you know, podcasts like this that can share information about your team. You know, Browns fans, if you're listening to this podcast, phone into the podcast, email in, give the guys questions, talk about your team, show the passion and the heart that you've got for your team because that's the way things grow. And, you know, our fan base as Raider fans has grown in the UK the recognition of fans going going out. Not everybody gets the chance to go out to Cleveland and, and see your team play. But if you do get a chance to go out there, represent, represent the UK, represent England, whatever you want to do. But just remember, there is only one Crusader Raider. And Brown Raider or Brown Crusader or whatever <laughs> no. you want, it's, it's just not happening, all right? It's just not happening. Um, 
you know, you could be the recruitment brown or whatever you, you know, well, I don't know. What a, lot of, a lot of people uh, listen to this podcast don't know my real well, job. They see me as a crazy Cleveland Browns well, fan. I, I think they're right. Yeah. yeah but um, guys, I just want to say um, today was the show that I've been looking forward to probably one of the most over the last couple of weeks. It is an absolute pleasure to meet someone who's more crazy than myself, a more dedicated fan than myself. I don't know. I think we're I think we're all equal. We're all equal. We're all dedicated fans in our own way, and we all do what we do. And you know, it's been a pleasure to come. No, mate, and it's been you. a real pleasure. You know, we, we have to say go Browns, but you have to give me go Raiders. Go Raiders. I've done Thank it. You eh? Very much. There you go. There you go. Please edit and, that uh, one, Jack. No, 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 Jack. Save it for Monday. All right, save it for Monday. Okay, I'll play one wins. <laughs> Whoever wins, edit it in. Okay. And, and yeah, thank you very much, Hall of Famer, international fan, NFL fan, superstar. Thank you very much for coming on today. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. No worries. Thank you very Cheers. much.